0: Okay, hello, welcome to Residential Spread. My name is Corey Gergen and I'm here with Josh Cohen. Hi, Josh. Good to be here. Um, Alexander Edwards, hey, Alex. Hi. Uh, And Molly Slavin, hi, Molly. Hey. We are all term-limited contingent faculty teaching the humanities at Georgia Tech. And like other schools, Georgia Tech has experienced massive disruption, shifts and changes due to the spread of coronavirus. But this fall, it is sending students and instructors back into classrooms in a number of modified course delivery modes. On this show, we investigate the sources and consequences of those policies and discuss what it's like to navigate higher ed during a pandemic as members of the precariat. So the title of our show, Residential Spread, comes from the name that Georgia Tech has given to the delivery mode that involves the most in-person interaction this fall. So can we just sort of go around our virtual classroom and everybody kind of chime in what they think about when they see that term?
1: Sure. So... um... I actually think maybe that it's all of USG, all USG schools have the same sort of five modes, possibly, because, of course, we are one of the things we're dealing with is that we're being um, controlled by um, this these overseers right um but when i first read residential spread i actually didn't like pick up on the weirdness of it um and how sort of bleak and strange it was and it took someone else pointing it out to me that like it sounds like spreading coronavirus around residentially um that i was like oh yeah oh god it really does doesn't it (laughs) Yeah, um, I think the spread is supposed to be a stand-in for social distancing, right? Like we're spread out. But all I can think when I see it is that it just does not inspire confidence um, in how USG is is handling this, if if that is the term they're choosing to go with.
2: Yeah, it's like something you'd say about mold, right? There's like <laughs> mold in the dorms, like residential spread. It's It's a very unnerving term. It also, it really puts this emphasis on resident, right? The students are residents. They're not learners because you can learn from another location. You can do remote learning, which all of us are have been advocating for for this fall semester. But you can only be a resident on Georgia Tech's campus or UGA's campus or, or whatever school you attend. And it really puts the universities in the position of being property owners and landlords, and you're a resident of your dorm, you're a resident of your community, you're a resident at a dining hall, right? You're not a learner first. You're a customer. You're a resident. You have to be there. And that, I think we've we've kind of been talking about, is is sort of harmful on top of the idea that you're just maybe spreading uh, pathogens.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much of this like college marketing for decades now that has played on teenagers' sense of FOMO and how like that fear of missing out when you're a teen can, can be really overwhelming for you. Um, and colleges have used this to be like, well, don't you want to come have the college experience, right? Otherwise you'll miss out on our amazing traditions. Um, and now that's like been weaponized because of course missing out on the residential experience is actually like the safest thing you could do right now um but we're seeing all these kids who are like i don't want to lose my freshman year it's one fourth of my college experience and it's um really like bleak and scary that they're going to be sacrificial lambs to the slaughter there because of the way that colleges have marketed residential college for so long
0: yeah and and because it's, because it's college, it's, it's very easy for them to obscure the fact that it's marketing. And, you know, if you look at some of the internal documents um, that have been leaked to the AJC and just leaked out to the internet, um, what administration, what the Board of Regents is worried about is the financial impact of moving to distance. Um, but when you look at their actual sort of direct communications outwards, either a letter that 25 of the 26 presidents of these schools signed, or um, a letter that the chancellor sent to um, some of us faculty who have advocated for distance learning, um, the emphasis is on education, right? The idea is that residential education is somehow so much superior to remote education that um, it's worth all of the risk that we are going through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I actually saw um, this is not a USG school it's not a Georgia school it's someone who's in um, I believe Texas and they they were told repeatedly by all of their leadership that students um, they had done a survey and students vastly preferred the residential learning experience um, and they kept pressing and pressing faculty kept saying well where is the survey can we see the raw data can we see the questions that you asked and then finally they had to their provost had to admit that they didn't do a survey it was based on how many people had like put down an initial deposit for housing and they were just using that as like some sort of stand-in for how many people truly preferred quote-unquote this um this residential learning experience like they just lied they just fucking lied it's uh, <laughs> yeah. wild to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> it no it is wild i i agree it's sort of when when that stuff is laid bare, it continues to be shocking, and it maybe shouldn't be anymore. But, but I agree with you. To bring it back to residential spread, and maybe and maybe close this off, Molly. I think you, like, latched onto the right answer, which is had they just called this thing residential distance, we wouldn't be able to mock it for ten minutes like we have. Um, but they, they're so, sort of laser focused on the residential, um, that it seems like that second word was an afterthought.
1: Yeah. Um, Yes, I would agree with that. Sorry, I'm very tired. I can't come up with many more words. Okay.
0: Um, So (laughs) that's, as usual, our cue to end things. Thanks for listening to our first little mini episode here, and I hope you'll stick around next week uh, when we start to come in with um, slightly longer uh, episodes that really dig into... um, the ways that coronavirus is both um, putting stress on the structure of higher education and kind of revealing some of the stresses that were already in place. Um, So thanks for joining us here, and we hope that you'll stick around with us next week. Bye.